0: hello hello and good morning from where you're listening from it's my hope and prayer that God has kept you in good health and faith uh, today's message is on honor and we shall be looking through the lives of a father and a son on Wednesday I read uh, in the book of first Peter chapter 5 verse 5 that commands young adults to honor the older ones now on today's lesson first allow me to tell you of the story found in 1 Samuel 13 and 14 where the Israelites were in constant battle with the Philistines. It was during the early years of Saul's reign which he reigned for 42 years. He had started off well in his first fight against the Ammonites uh, where he marshaled the whole Israelite army to go against them who, who had threatened the men in Jabesh that if they were to make a covenant with them, they uh, the condition was to gouge out all the men's right eye in that area, and Saul came to their rescue by cutting into pieces two of his oxen and spreading the paths across the regions of Israel, threatening that if any fails to come to help him fight the Ammonites, then the same will be done to their oxen, and it is by so doing that they get courage to go to war, and they won. Now, in chapter 13, he had his army at Michmash, and uh, Bethel, and uh, Jonathan went out and uh, brought victory without Saul in a place called Geba uh, against the Philistines. And here Saul had the sound of the trumpet, which signified victory. And in verse 4 of chapter 13, it says this, Now all Israel had it said that Saul had attacked a garrison of the Philistines and that Israel had also become an abomination to the Philistines and the people were called together to Saul at Gilgag. You see, Saul took the honor not knowing it was just the beginning for the Philistines for they had marshaled their army and created havoc to the Israel camp. In fact, it says in verse 6 and 7 of chapter 13 that when the men of Israel saw that they were in danger, for the people were distressed, then the people hid in caves, in thickets, in rock, in rocks, in holes, and in pits. And some of the Hebrews crossed over the Jordan of the land of God and Gilead. And as for Saul, he was still in Gilgag, and all the people followed him, trembling. The panic made him make bad choices even by offering sacrifice to God something that Samuel had told him to wait upon him to do it. He, Saul, also orders his troops to fall back and not to go to war in which his son Jonathan was not in agreement to, and he together with his armor bearer plot to go over the Philistine camp and attacked them. Only the two of them managed to kill 20 men in an area of about half an acre. Uh, Saul's reaction to this was panic, not knowing the Philistines were even more panicked. And when he learnt about the Philistine panic, um, he stopped the priest whom he had earlier ordered to bring the ark of God and inquire who was without them, and he quickly went to battle where he found the Philistine in total confusion, and with this he managed to subdue them and plunder them. Much of the work uh, had been done for him by his son Jonathan, and him, trying to establish his authority, gave order to the soldiers to not to eat until he had avenged his enemy, despite them having plenty. This decision too was opposed by Jonathan, his son, who knew not of it until he came across a honey bunch in the wilderness and he tasted it out of weariness, and we are told his eyes brightened, signifying renewed strength. Uh, The soldiers condemn him, reminding him of his father's declaration, in which he answers in verse 29 of chapter 14, If you you may allow me to read it, says, But Jonathan said, My father has troubled the land. Look now how my countenance has brightened because I tasted a little of this honey. His words reflect in verse 31 and uh, 34, uh, which says, Now they had driven back the Philistines that day from Michmash to Ayajalon. So the people were very faint, and the people rushed on the spoil and took sheep, oxen, and calves and slaughtered them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood, which was an abomination. Saul's carelessness and wanting to take honor made him feel jealous also of David and hated him to the point of losing focus of fighting his enemies and going after David, whom God's hand was upon him and uh, was fighting for him. They had made soil deploy many schemes to rid of David. That had started when he had the people praising David for killing tens of thousands, comparing him to his thousands. A vicious hate that made him even kill Aimelech the priest together with with his whole household simply because he had helped David to exile from Israel. He even tried pinning his son Jonathan with a spear, calling him a fool for not knowing he, he won't be king unless David was out of the way. He even gave his his daughter to David so that the daughter can be a snare to him, you see? All this he did because he wanted honor for himself. We shouldn't be as such, but rather we should take Jonathan's example who was willing to let it all go for the service of his country and his God. It was tragic and unfortunate he had to die alongside his father, which I strongly believe uh, God was the one who orchestrated it because in those days, in order to be ruler and king over an incumbent, one had to kill all the descendants of the incumbent to establish his reign strong. And so God had to take Jonathan out of the picture uh, because he knew David couldn't uh, establish his throne if he was there. And also, if you read the story later on, Abner, the commander of the army, uh, reinstated Ishbosheth, who was Saul's son, to be king, a kingship that never lasted. Hope you see the difference in honor between Saul and his son Jonathan. Jonathan wasn't taking the honor to himself, even though at times it called him to, and uh, experienced victory on the other. Uh, and on the other hand. Saul wanted all the honor, and this brought depression and worry into his life, even evil spirit tormenting him. You see, Jesus teaches us uh, to be careful not to practice our acts before men. We are here for a purpose, and our purpose is to glorify God's work. Thank you, and God bless you, Uh, even as you continue or start serving your purpose which is to honor God and give Him glory. Amen. hello, hello and good morning from where you're listening from? It's my hope and prayer that God has kept you in good health and faith. Uh, today's message is on honor and we shall be looking through the lives of a father and a son. On Wednesday I read uh, in the book of First Peter chapter five verse five that commands young adults to honor the older ones. Now on today's lesson, first allow me to tell you of the story found in First Samuel 13 and 14 where the Israelites were in constant battle with the Philistines. It was during the early years of Saul's reign which he reigned for 42 years. He had started off well in his first fight against the Ammonites uh, where he marshaled the whole Israelite army to go against them who who had threatened the men in Jabesh that if they were to make a covenant with them, they uh, the condition was to gouge out all the men's right eye in that area, and Saul came to their rescue by cutting into pieces two of his oxen and spreading the paths across the regions of Israel, threatening that if any fails to come to help him fight the Ammonites, then the same will be done to their oxen, and it is by so doing that they get courage to go to war, and they won. Now, in chapter 13, he had his army at Michmash, and uh, Bethel, and uh, Jonathan went out and uh, brought victory without Saul in a place called Geba uh, against the Philistines. And here Saul had the sound of the trumpet, which signified victory. And in verse 4 of chapter 13, it says this, Now all Israel had it said that Saul had attacked a garrison of the Philistines and that Israel had also become an abomination to the Philistines and the people were called together to Saul at Gilgag. You see, Saul took the honor not knowing it was just the beginning for the Philistine for they had marshaled their army and created havoc to the Israel camp. In fact, it says in verse 6 and 7 of chapter 13 that when the men of Israel saw that they were in danger, for the people were distressed, then the people hid in caves, in thickets, in rock, in rocks, in holes, and in pits. And some of the Hebrews crossed over the Jordan of the land of God and Gilead. And as for Saul, he was still in Gilgag, and all the people followed him trembling. The panic made him make bad choices even by offering sacrifice to God something that Samuel had told him to wait upon him to do it. He, Saul, also orders his troops to fall back and not to go to war in which his son Jonathan was not in agreement to, and he together with his armor bearer plot to go over the Philistine camp and attacked them. Only the two of them managed to kill 20 men in an area of about half an acre. Uh, Saul's reaction to this was panic, not knowing the Philistines were even more panicked. And when he learnt about the Philistine panic, um, he stopped the priest whom he had earlier ordered to bring the ark of God and inquire who was without them. And he quickly went to battle where he found the Philistine in total confusion, and with this he managed to subdue them and plunder them. Much of the work uh, had been done for him by his son Jonathan, and him, trying to establish his authority, gave order to the soldiers to not to eat until he had avenged his enemy, despite them having plenty. This decision too was opposed by Jonathan, his son, who knew not of it until he came across a honey bunch in the wilderness and he tasted it out of weariness, and we are told his eyes brightened, signifying renewed strength. Uh, The soldiers condemn him, reminding him of his father's declaration, in which he answers in verse 29 of chapter 14, If you you may allow me to read, it says, But Jonathan said, My father has troubled the land. Look now how my countenance has brightened because I tasted a little of this honey. His words reflect in verse 31 and uh, 34, uh, which says, Now they had driven back the Philistines that day from Michmash to Ayajalon. So the people were very faint, and the people rushed on the spoil and took sheep, oxen, and calves and slaughtered them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood, which was an abomination. Saul's carelessness and wanting to take honor made him feel jealous also of David and hated him to the point of losing focus of fighting his enemies and going after David, whom God's hand was upon him and uh, was fighting for him. They had made soil deploy many schemes to rid of David. That had started when he had the people praising David for killing tens of thousands, comparing him to his thousands. A vicious hate that made him even kill Aimelech the priest together with with his whole household simply because he had helped David to exile from Israel. He even tried pinning his son Jonathan with a spear, calling him a fool for not knowing he, he won't be king unless David was out of the way. He even gave his his daughter to David so that the daughter can be a snare to him, you see? All this he did because he wanted honor for himself. We shouldn't be as such, but rather we should take Jonathan example who was willing to let it all go for the service of his country and his God. It was tragic and unfortunate he had to die alongside his father, which I strongly believe uh, God was the one who orchestrated it because in those days, in order to be ruler and king over an incumbent, one had to kill all the descendants of the incumbent to establish his reign strong. And so God had to take Jonathan out of the picture uh, because he knew David couldn't uh, establish his throne if he was there. And also, if you read the story later on, Abner, the commander of the army, uh, reinstated Ishbosheth, who was Saul's son, to be king, a kingship that never lasted. Hope you see the difference in honor between Saul and his son Jonathan. Jonathan wasn't taking the honor to himself, even though at times it called him to, and uh, experienced victory on the other. Uh, and on the other hand. Saul wanted all the honor, and this brought depression and worry into his life, even evil spirit tormenting him. You see, Jesus teaches us uh, to be careful not to practice our acts before men. We are here for a purpose, and our purpose is to glorify God's work. Thank you, and God bless you, uh, even as you continue or start serving your purpose which is to honor God and give Him glory. Amen.